Hey guys, this is Matthew Bird, the creator of Horror Shop Radio. I just want to take a minute to say thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in each month. In just three months, we have over a thousand downloads, and I'm so thankful for that. It's awesome to know that what I'm creating here, with the help of some amazingly talented voice actors and musicians, is able to reach such a large audience in just a short amount of time. Before the episode begins, I'd like to just warn anyone who listens to the show while driving. This particular episode contains an intense scene with sound effects which may be distracting to anyone who might be operating a vehicle while listening. Please take caution in doing so, as we always want our audience to be safe while they enjoy the terror that is Horror Shop Radio. Thanks again for listening, and on with the show. This program may contain content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you tonight's special presentation. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life. Well, I've heard a man in his chasing, but this is something new. He destroyed himself. How true that will be. This brain has been drained. It must be a mutation, a freak of nature. Use a serum that will heal you whether you're rabid or not. episode of Horror Shop Radio. Now, in past visits, you might have noticed I've had some, well, let's just say, uninvited guests, always interrupting me and making a mess of things. Well, I've had it up to here. I mean, I'm really putting my foot down. I have a whole collection of them. Feet, that is. (laughs) This one's one of my finest. Hacked off the poor soul who interrupted me one too many times. Sorry, I'm getting a little off topic here. Now, what was I saying? Oh, yes. I've locked up early today so as not to have any interruptions. No idiots to disturb us. And we can just enjoy this month's episode of Horror Shop Radio. Seriously, that's just great. Pardon me. Horror shop, what do you want? 
Hello? Is this Mr. Jass? First name of you? No. There's no you, Jass, here. Only me. Wait. Why, you little... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, so much for no interruptions. Let's just get on with it before we have any more problems. This month's story is about Jamie. She's a 911 dispatcher who's always trying to help others in need of assistance. But we're about to find out just what happens when the next emergency becomes her own. <laughs> Here's a little tale I like to call What's Your Emergency? Alrighty, sir. You just hang tight. We have someone on the way right now to assist. You take care now. Ugh, I'm so tired. <laughs> you look like it. Really shouldn't drink those things so much. They say it'll kill you. Yeah, well, I'm not much for coffee, but these keep me going at least. <laughs> One foot in the grave, Jamie. One foot in the grave. <laughs> Alright, Lance. You do you, and I'll do me. Suit yourself. Just looking out for a friend. Friend? Sure. <clears throat> 911, what's your emergency? Yes? Um, I... I'm calling because of my neighbors. They're fighting outside. The husband seems like the violent type and he's so loud. I... I'm afraid he might hurt her. What's your location, ma'am? Um, 21 Ridgeview Drive. All right, stay where you are. I'll send an officer over right away. Are you inside your home? Yes. Do your neighbors appear to have any type of weapons? Or do they have any in the house that you know of? Oh, uh, no, I don't see any. But he does drive a big truck with one of those rebel flags, you know? I'm sure he has guns. Lots of guns. Ma'am, are you sure of this, or are you just... Assuming. Well, I do assume so. But if you saw this man, well, you'd know what I mean. All right, ma'am. Just stay calm, remain inside with your doors locked, and an officer will be by shortly. Should I... Should I stay on the phone in case he starts doing anything else? No, ma'am. If anything changes, just call us back. Okay. I will. Thank you, and please, hurry! They'll be there right away, ma'am. Thank you for your call. <sighs> 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, I, uh, I, like, <coughs> I got, like, a serious problem, you know. What is your location, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm, o I'm over here at, uh, uh, Big Bubba's. Excuse me? Big Bubba's. 
you know, the, the pizza, <laughs> I almost said pizza, no, the fucking, uh, the burger joint. Okay, sir, what's your emergency? So, so, so I, I ordered, I ordered the, the, the big, the, no, the super big Bubba burger, and, and I, and I said, like, specific, fuck, specifically, I don't want no tomatoes, right? And, and what do they do? Well, they put the fucking tomatoes on there, and, and now, and, and now these motherfuckers, they, they won't make me a new one. Well, sir, this is an emergency line. It's reserved for emergencies only. I'm afraid I can't help you. Look, I'm serious, lady. This is an emergency. They won't listen to me, and I, I, I demand some, uh, uh what's the fucking, uh, injustice! Sir, please don't use this line for non-emergencies. Have a nice day. But hey, hey, wait, I'm hungry, man. I hate tomatoes! Uh, it's gonna be a long night. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Hello. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Hello. Is anyone there? Are you able to speak? Are you hurt? Yes. I am here. Hello, sir. Can you tell me what's wrong? Nothing. Sir, this line is for emergencies only. There's nothing wrong with me. Well, is there an emergency? Is there something I can help you with? No. I'm not the one who needs help. Who needs help, sir? Is there someone who needs help? You do. Excuse me? I have her here with me. She is so pretty. Who? Who do you have with you, sir? No, sir, I do not know. You need to tell me what's going on. You know her. You know how pretty she is. She looks just like... you. Sir, again, this line is for emergency use only. Making prank calls to this line is a federal offense. Your number will be reported to the authorities unless this is an actual emergency. So, I ask you again, sir... What is your emergency? I really enjoy your daughter's company. Emily has told me all about you. Jamie. Who the hell is this? This isn't my idea of a joke. Correct. It's no laughing matter at all. I have your daughter, so the emergency isn't mine. It's all yours. I'm going to report you. You can tell it to the cops. And my daughter is at home with my husband, asleep, you asshole. How did you know? She is asleep. I'm watching her right now. I love her unicorn pajamas. They're so... cute. Who the hell are you, you sick fuck? Oh, you can call me... Mr. Brown. I've already traced the call. 
The police will find you, so you can quit this sick joke already. I already told you. It's most certainly no joke. And I'll save you the trouble of waiting for the trace. You want to know where to find me? I'm standing in your daughter's bedroom, and it looks like she's just waking up now. Daddy? Who... who are you? <gasps> Emily! Jamie. 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 What? Where is she? What's going on? Jamie, are you alright? You fell asleep at your desk. Oh. Oh my gosh, Mr. McCarthy, I'm so... I'm so sorry. I don't even know what happened. How did I... It's alright, Jamie, but this is a very important position. I just can't have you falling asleep on the job. I'm gonna have you take the rest of the day off. To get your head straight. I am so sorry. I have just been so tired lately. I don't know what's the matter with me. Don't worry about it. Maybe see a doctor. Get yourself checked out. You know, just to be safe. I will, sir. Again, I'm very sorry. It's fine. Is... Is there someone I can call? Do you need a ride home? I... I think I'll be fine. Are you sure? It's no trouble at all. Yes, I'm fine, sir. Thank you. Take care of yourself, Jamie. Jeez, what's up with her? What is wrong with me? How could I just fall asleep at work like that? Ugh, I don't even want to go back there. Everyone was looking at me. My boss thinks I'm a total idiot. Come on, Jamie, get your shit together. Ugh, why am I so damn tired? Try the radio, Jamie. Maybe that'll help. ended on quite the sour note. You're not real! I fell asleep at work and had a bad dream, that's all. Nothing more. Oh, I'm as real as can be. Would you like to speak to Emily? We're actually having a tea party at the moment. Oh, thank you, my dear. It's simply delightful. Could you pour me another cup? Sure. Here you go, mister. Emily? 
Emily, get away from that man. Emily, can you hear me? (laughs) Stop it! This is not real, Jamie. Get out of my head! I already told you. It's all real. Just as real as those headlights coming at you. Turn down your brights, asshole! I don't think they're listening, Jamie. Now they're swerving into your lane. They're headed right for you. Watch out, Jamie. to get up now, Miss Reynolds. Just lie down and try to relax. I've given you something for the pain. It should kick in shortly and you'll be feeling good as new. What happened? Why am I here? Oh, you mean you don't remember? Well, golly gee, Miss Reynolds. You were in a car accident. Real bad one, too. You're lucky to be alive. But don't you worry. You're in good hands here at Sacred Saints Hospital. We provide only the best of care. Now, let me go tell the good doctor you're awake now. He'll be very pleased to hear this. Oh, will he be pleased? The doctor? Why, yes. Dr Brown. He'll be in to check on you in just a few minutes. Dr. Brown? Nurse, wait! Damn it! I gotta get out of here. Nurse? Hello? Where is everyone? Why is it so... quiet? Nobody at the nurse's desk. All these other rooms are empty. Where are the patients? Great. And now the lights are going out. What the hell is going on here? This is not real, Jamie. This is not real. She's here, Jamie. Come down the hall a bit more, Jamie. Come closer. Emily is right here with me. She's waiting for you, Jamie. Damn it! Leave me alone! Go away! Mommy? Mommy! Where are you? I can't find you, Mommy. It's so dark in here. Please help me. Emily? Where are you, Emily? Are you okay? I'm right here, Mommy. Why can't I see you? Mommy, please hurry. 
That's right, Jamie. Hurry, 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 before it's too late. Jamie, wake up. Damn it, Jamie, wake up. That's right, Jamie. Wake the fuck up. (sighs) Emily? Jamie? Jamie, what's wrong? It's Emily. He has her. I have to make sure she's okay. Who has her? It's the middle of the night. Where are you going? Honey, it's okay. Just come back to bed. What do you mean it's okay? Where's her things? Her bed, her dresser, her clothes. This room is empty, Brian. What the fuck is going on? Jamie, please, just try and calm down. You need to try and relax. Calm down? Relax? How the fuck am I supposed to relax, Brian? Where is Emily? Where is our daughter? Jamie, please, just... Have a seat here in the kitchen and we can talk. Just give me a chance to explain. Explain? Did you have something to do with this, Brian? Where did you take her? What have you done, Brian? Come on, Jamie. Just sit down so we can talk about this. Don't listen to him, Jamie. He knows. He knows everything. He's the one responsible. Don't come any closer, Brian. Who even are you? What have you done to Emily? Where is she, Brian? Jamie, just listen to- Patient name, uh, Jamie Reynolds, age 29. Today's date is January 22nd, approximately 2.18pm. Hello, Jamie. My name is Dr. Victoria Roberts. I'm your psychiatrist. How are you feeling today? I'm fine. Can you tell me what you remember about yesterday? What was yesterday? Well, uh, yesterday was Thursday. The 21st. I've already told them this. I want you to take me back to the first thing you can remember from yesterday, after you woke up in the morning. I went to work. I fell asleep. And they sent me home. All right. Then what happened after that? After you got home? Well, there was the car crash. The car swerved into my lane and hit me. Then I woke up in this weird hospital. They kept telling me the doctor would come in, but there was nobody around. All the rooms were empty. It was just him and... Emily. He took her. 
Dr. Brown, or Mr. Brown, whatever, that fucking psychopath took my daughter. And who is this Mr. Brown? You say he took your daughter? Yes. He kept calling me. He talked to me on the radio. He was everywhere. He has her, damn it. Why isn't anyone doing anything about it? Someone needs to find my daughter. It's okay, Jamie. We know where she is. What? Is she okay? Let me see her. I need to see her. I need to see her now. And my husband, Brian. Jamie, I need you to try and remain calm. I'm going to tell you something that's going to be... upsetting. It's something I have told you many times before. But something you have trouble remembering. Something you've told me before? What are you talking about? I've never met you before today. Yes. Jamie. Yes, you have. I've been your psychiatrist for the last five years. The day you've just described, that we refer to as yesterday, actually happened over five years ago. I don't have a psychiatrist. Is this that sacred saint's place? How did I get here again? Yes, that is where you are, Jamie. We're an institution that helps people like you. We're here to help you get better. And in your case, help you to remember. Every day, I have this same conversation with you. And every time you get very upset, which is perfectly natural in this situation. But in your case, you end up erasing that information. Locking it away and hiding it in a special place in your mind, shall we say. It's something you have to come to terms with and accept. But your mind seems to process your memories in a way that misinterprets the truth and creates alternative ideas of what actually happened. This doesn't make sense. Just tell me what happened. Please, help me understand. Okay. Five years ago, you were in a very bad car accident. There was an impaired driver that veered into your lane and hit you head on. You were in the hospital. In a coma. For the six months that followed. You woke up and you made a full recovery. But that's when you got the terrible news. What terrible news? Your daughter was in the vehicle with you, Jamie. Is she okay? I'm sure she's fine now. Right? <sighs> Unfortunately, Jamie, she... <sighs> she died in the accident. No. Please, no. Please tell me this isn't true. No. 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 <laughs> What? What about my husband? Is Brian okay? Was he in the accident too? No, no he wasn't. But, after you were released from the hospital, you went home. You were on various medications to help you to cope with the trauma. They tried all different types of therapy, but you were still unable to come to terms with the reality of what had happened to Emily. Your husband would try to explain to you every day when you would forget or become confused. 
during one of your episodes, you... Well... What? What, Doctor? What did I do? You stabbed your husband, Jamie. He was taken to the hospital, but... They weren't able to save him. He didn't make it. I'm very sorry, Jamie. No! 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 God damn it! No! This can't be true! I would never hurt Brian! I would never! I know. I know. It's a lot to take in. I'm so sorry. But I'm here to help you. To try and help you to accept the truth. And be able to properly grieve. And to get better. What about... What about the driver of the other car? Did they survive? Uh, No. Unfortunately not. The man died on impact. His name was Edward. Edward Brown. Edward Brown? No. 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 You're a liar. This is all bullshit. There's no Mr. Brown. Where is Emily? Take me to my daughter, now. Damn it, are you listening to me, you stupid fucking bitch? Orderly! Orderly! Let go of me! Jamie! Why? Let go of her! Hold her dear! Get the fuck off me! Leave me alone! Give her a shot of the juice! Okay, Miss Reynolds. She's got a pinch of it. We've been feeling much better in just a moment. <laughs> there. Good as new. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That is better. Thank you. That got a little out of hand, didn't it? Yeah. She's a feisty one. <sighs> All right. Uh, take her to her room, please. Sure thing, Doc. There you go, Miss Reynolds. You behave yourself now. <laughs> yeah, no worries there. She's in La La Land. Out to lunch. Maybe even dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jamie. Want some company? What a splendid idea. <laughs> well, how 
How crazy was that? <laughs> sure hope she's enjoying her tea party. Pinky's up. <laughs> uh, not again. Horror Shop, how can I help you? Good day, mate. Is this Mr. Keeper? S. Keeper. Um, yes. Shopkeeper, yeah, that's me. Crikey! Well, do I have good news for you? And what would that be? Congratulations, Mr. Keeper. My name is Koala Ken, and I'm here to tell you that you've just won one million smackaroos! All right, enough of this nonsense. Good day to you. Wait, what did you say? One million smackaroos! You are the winner! Oh my word, I can't believe it! I'm rich! I'm a millionaire! One million dollars! I can't believe it! Well, sir, uh, I didn't say one million dollars. I said one million smackaroos. <laughs> Macaroo, dollars, what's the difference? Well, you see, we have quite the roo problem here. That's kangaroo problem. And we've designed a special device that you could use to protect yourself if you find yourself threatened by one of the roos. You just simply take out your smackaroo and, well, you smack the roo. Are you actually serious right now? <laughs> now that all my hopes and dreams have been destroyed, I suppose it's time to head down to the old watering hole to drown my sorrows. I'll see you next time for another episode of Horror Shop Radio. I hear next month's story is Off the Hook. <laughs> Until then, listeners, pleasant screams and good night from the Horror Shop. Horror Shop Radio, Episode 4, What's Your Emergency?, was written, directed, and produced by Matthew Bird. The cast featured the voice talents of Addie Rose as Jamie, Robin Robbins as Mr. Brown, Brianna Bird as Emily, Andrea Richardson as Dr. Victoria Roberts, Fiona McKinnon as The Nurse, Luciano Molina as Brian, Margaret Ashley as Caller 1, Angelo Cruz as Caller 2, Bill Pittenger as Lance, God Double Dammit as Mr. McCarthy, and Carl Nordman and Matthew Bird as The Orderlies. The score was comprised of original music from Sean Burkhaw, also featuring pieces from Mayu and Kevin McLeod, and used under a Creative Commons license. Check out the show notes for links to their music. The Horror Shop Radio theme music was composed by Steve Ville of the band Technokill, 
visit their website at technokill.com. This episode also featured a snippet of the song When You're On Your Own by Dan Ascanio. Check out his website at danascanio.com. That's D-A-N-A-S-C-O-N-I-O.com. Post-production by Matthew Bird. Additional sound design from freesound.org on a Creative Commons license. Our cover art was designed, as always, by Bill Pittenger. If you enjoy listening to the show, please take a moment and review us on Apple Podcasts. It would really help the growth of the show. You can also support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash horrorshopradio. We're already about halfway through Season 1 and look forward to bringing you even more hellish stories. Episode 5 of Horror Shop Radio, entitled Abduction, will be coming your way on February 28th, 2021. We thank you for listening and hope that you will subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. You can visit our website at horrorshopradio.com or at Horror Shop Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Horror Shop Radio is a production of Horror Shop Films and Innovation Cinema Productions. Copyright 2021.